everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. And this week, we have another special guest. You're wondering who it is, I'm sure. We're going to be welcoming Laura File. And Laura is actually a two-time breast cancer survivor. And I think I've said this in the past, too, but my grandmother is a two-time breast cancer survivor as well. So that's just a little connection that we have going there. And not only that, but she is described as a phenomenal musical talent. And you all know I love singing. I got to have my music in my life and she literally has a wide range of musical genres covered I hear so that's really great and you may have guessed it too but Laura is a professional singer and you've sung at Arizona football games and all over the valley and beyond and she's literally kept this passion alive for over 20 years and you make it count every day so thank you so much for being here thank you for having me I mean my goodness I don't think I'd want to be any place else oh well, on a thank Saturday. you I really appreciate that and Thanks. we've been trying to connect know, for a while to come on here so it's really special it's to have to you be. here it was meant to be mm-hmm. and i knew it would happen yeah i just didn't know what millennium but no i'm glad it's yes <laughs> me too me too so laura tell me a little bit about yourself and just what are you passionate about oh gosh passionate about a lot of things passionate about life you know i say every day you have a pulse is a good day mm-hmm. every day you have a voice is a good day I think, you know, um, my life changed in a New York minute, and being from New York, of course, that, you know, makes sense to say that, right? But it changed in a New York minute when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So things that were not as important Mm -hmm. are so important now, you know? So I'd have to say, tell about myself, I'm very passionate, passionate, and passionate. And I have a lot of energy, high energy, people say to me. And every day I make counts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important thing. Right. And it, it was kind of funny that you said that because y- just yesterday in class, because mm-hmm. I'm still in high school, oh, my goodness. friend, we were like, you know, laughing around and having yes. a good time. And then somebody was like, oh, what was your goal for today? And she was like, my goal for today was to wake up in the morning. And I, I was like, it. that is so it's true. A it, it's a a, such a good thing to look at life and be like, what was your goal today? Well, one of my goals was to wake up in the morning and, yep. you know it counts it does you know what's so funny it does count and you know it's really funny because i think um musicians especially we Mm -hmm. can be very high energy we can be divas male or female right Mm -hmm. and you're humbled by the experience of breast cancer and you have to have a thick skin to be a vocalist so i think you know that combined with what i've been through having breast cancer twice you're part of a club you did not want membership in Mm-hmm. not the club you're seeking the membership in when they're advertising those clubs you know when you started high school mm-hmm. remember when my daughter started high school and they're showing you all the clubs you can join yeah hey hey i'm over here i want to join the breast cancer club can't wait i want to be president <laughs> eh, no so i look at it this way mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if you can use your music and heal with that mm-hmm. in part it's a good day 
And I think that's a great thing to say, especially since my next question for you is not at all. This leads right into it. I was just about to say, you know, how has music played a huge and impactful role in your life? And I think Mm -hmm. that we've touched on this a little bit in our conversations and the fact that you said that music really does have the power to heal. It's so true. And I say this all the time when I have musical people on my show, too, is that it's a universal language. You don't necessarily have to understand what it's saying. You just have to feel it. You know, hence why the name of the Breast Cancer Foundation is the Sing for Life Breast Cancer Foundation of Arizona. Mm-hmm. A gal came to me, and I was talking to the gentleman earlier before, you know, you and I uh, actually got in here. And he was interesting because I was telling him about a gal that for she'll live forever. She wrote poetry when she was going through all of this. And she came to me when she was going through her fifth cancer was a form of breast cancer Mm -hmm. fifth i mean really survivor with a capital double triple s and she was writing her poetry but she said there's got to be something that i can do for your group i Mm -hmm. said let's make a song of it so i hooked her up with some musicians i thought that was great nine-year battle and unfortunately this was the battle even the experimental treatments it Mm -hmm. just wasn't working do you know the name of her song was hope is real Wow. How many people at that juncture would not have hope? If you look at it in, in the perspective that we do going through that hard time, you know, it's right. so easy to, to give up and let your guard sure. down. But in those times, that's when you have to believe that there is hope and, you know, there is something good. She was an incredible person. She lost her job through her cancer journey. Wow. Because she was absent all the time. Mm-hmm. Hello. So here she is doing her poetry, letting, you know, using that as therapy. Mm-hmm. And then we make it into this musical piece with the incredible assistance of some great musicians that I'm so blessed to work with. And now she is blessed to work with them. And I actually recorded that for her about three weeks before she passed. Wow. And I really, really want to keep to my promise to get that out there. Mm -hmm. And every opportunity I have, I will. And I'll play it. I'll, I'll, I can sing it off the top of my head. Sometimes not before noon, because that's. I always say that's illegal for musicians. You don't yeah. want to sing before noon anytime. So, <laughs> <laughs> I sing better in the evening. <laughs> exactly, you got it. That's where because that, you get your mojo going. It's you know? true. It's that's weird. True. People ask me weird. about that, and then they're like, "Why don't you like singing in the morning?" I don't know. It's just a thing. <laughs> it is. You know what? Your bo- you know, I say if can after twelve cups of coffee, but that's certainly not going to happen with singing because you don't want all that caffeine. True. Certainly, all the cream. Like I always have a little bit of coffee with my cream. Mm-hmm. I like that cream. So, you know, it's yeah. kind of one of those. So, <laughs> you know, in any event, she was just an amazing person. Mm-hmm. And her tumor markers, this is a true story, went down in such a high percentage mm-hmm. along with her chemo and radiation. So given three months, she had three years. Wow. I mean, that is definitely the beauty of music, I would say, right there. And perfect example. And it it opens up your eyes to just see how important music is. It is. How big it is in people's lives. Because like you said, that just made a dramatic impact in her life. It's going to make a dramatic impact in the life of a child who is going through maybe autism or or some other challenge. So I completely agree. And I have to say, music is just 
one of the best things in life. Isn't it, though? Even when you when you leave high school and go to college and you mm-hmm. make that transition. So true. How many kids listen to the music when they're doing their homework? Or they've just broken up with that boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I can't go on because I... <laughs> Believe me, I lived in the house with a teenager. I was a teenager 105 years ago, but having oh, no, had a daughter that, you know, I, I remember all those calls, Mom, I just can't do it. I can't, you know, mm-hmm. and that daughter is getting married next Sunday. So saying, Aww. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It comes full circle. True, true story. Well, that's so great to hear. And, and tell me a little bit about how you got involved in music. When did you first wow. realize that you were passionate about it? Because everybody has a different story. Sure. And I love hearing about that. You know, it's really interesting. I was very shy. Hard to believe. I mean, I seem so shy now, don't I? <laughs> I was very shy. I mean, you'd look at me and I'd start to cry. Oh, wow. Um, I stuttered as a child. I don't know if you've ever had friends that stuttered. Mm-hmm. Um you've run into it if if you've you know certainly in what you're doing you meet so many different people stuttering a lot of that i think personally has to do with a lot of insecurity you're just not confident in yourself and that is probably why i got into singing because i didn't do it when i sang. wow yeah interesting it is interesting it's true and actually like relating to that a little bit so they have x factor and um one of the latest seasons there was a kid on there and he had Tourette's syndrome and Uh he wouldn't have that problem when he was singing he was totally relieved of it it was just like he was in another world and i guess that's just the same way as that it is a true i mean that is very 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 true and Mm -hmm. i remember uh, probably it was junior high. You know what I, um, I wanted to be the starring role in this particular play. Awesome. And I had a great voice as they said, they said, wow, you know, you've got the best voice, uh, to have the female role, mm-hmm. but, but there was a, but, oh, you stutter, you can't, you know, mm-hmm. today, my gosh, that would be, you, you, you'd hire the biggest, brightest lawyer because mm-hmm. my gosh, they were discriminating against you. But here and now, I think back to that time, that was a big stepping stone because they used my voice, but they used her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even dignify a name, her because she had the speaking role and sang lip sync type thing to my voice. Oh, Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, I think, degrading, if you will. You know? Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, so, that's interesting, though, it is. to think about. It did, you know? that, that, that actually did it. And seeing Barbara Streisand in Funny Girl. Yeah. I saw when I was six, mm-hmm. and I sang every song on the way home. Wow. Every song. She's a great singer. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me want to sing. Oh, that's wonderful. So tell me a little bit about your musical inspiration since we included Barbra Streisand in there. Who would you say you look to for musical inspiration? You know, so many different people, but Barbra Streisand would be one of them. I grew up now here. I'm really dating myself, but she, <laughs> she's come back around, uh, what, 112 times Cher. Mm-hmm. And she's great. Yes, I loved the whole Sonny and Cher story, the whole Cher, music theater Um, I did music theater. I heard you girls talking about that earlier. Yes. And been in a lot of shows. And music theater definitely was an inspiration for me. Um, My aunt, who's no longer with us, she said you can do anything you put your mind to. And she started singing after she retired as a nurse. Wow. And she was in her 60s. Anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Mm -hmm. That's right. Absolutely. 
Awesome. So I'd say that would be a big part of it. There's lots and lots of inspirations. I shouldn't say just those two because yeah. when I listen to Josh Groban or I listen to mm-hmm. Andre Bocelli, oh, you know, hey, wow. Love them too. Aretha Franklin. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Showing my age. But yes. Awesome. Well, Laura, we're going to have some more questions for you, but let's go ahead and take a quick break. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. We're still here with Laura File, and we actually are going to be introducing a song, and this is the first time on the Fame Game in its history, out of 121 shows, that we've had more than one featured song of the week, so I'm going to give you a few previews, so I think that this time we actually have three, so a little bit of history for you guys. So the first one that we're going to go over is one of Laura File's first songs that she recorded. It's called Funny Valentine. My Funny Valentine. So here it goes. Bye. 
was my funny valentine and yes. laura file was actually singing that so i'm really glad we got to hear a sample of your music oh, thank and, you thank you and tell me about you recording that song you know it was interesting because i had recorded other cds the 90s and i would have to say pre-bc breast cancer you know <laughs> pre-bc this one was actually during my treatment and I remember, it was actually during radiation, I remember I said to um, the engineer in there and that was helping me produce that particular CD, and it had nothing to do with my breast cancer CDs that mm -hmm. you know, I shared with you. And I said, I hope you don't mind, but I have to lose my cookies. I was trying to be not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he looks at me and goes, what? <laughs> I said, I have to excuse myself mm -hmm. and go to the restroom during this. And I did. I was exhausted. You know, which is part and parcel of the treatment. Mm -hmm. Very emotional. And certainly I knew I wouldn't be a one-take wonder. So <laughs> we, we did have to keep saying cut. Mm -hmm. And I had the best musicians. Michael Alexander had been with me for a while. And, and, and he has given back so much to the breast cancer arena for me. Uh, and his mom had breast cancer. So it was real special to him. And I was very teary-eyed during all of that as well. Mm -hmm. And that was the first song I ever sang. I remember my grandmother, May She Rest in Peace, loved that song. And I was six. And I remember singing it. Oh, that is so, so such a sweet memory. Oh, yes. It's, it's a great tune. It's a great tune. And the, the man that's in my life now, after many years of finally, I have my soulmate. Mm -hmm. And... Um, he said that that made him fall in love with me when he heard that. Aw, that's yeah. so sweet. I'm so verklempt when I say that. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I. Oh, I love that. Okay. And, you know, you're a great singer. You're, Thank you. You're Thank wonderful. You. I love your voice. Thank it's you. It's so rich, and I love classic tunes as well. So. It, you know, it's such a – because it's so funny. You know, you can sing like – I'll have people come up to me on gigs that are your age, sometimes mm -hmm. a little older – and then, you know, I span the decades. Say I have somebody all the yeah. way from 17 to 95. And <laughs> they've turned their hearing aids up really loud at 95 to hear us. And I'll laugh because they'll come up and say, some of the people, I'd say average age, like 20-ish, 21. Yeah. Can you sing Michael Buble? I love Michael Buble. Exactly. And I said, can I sing the tunes? He wrote those. And I said, well, you know what? I don't want to certainly get into a debate with you. Yeah. We're talking about all the Rat Pack. You know the Rat Pack? I do. Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr. All the tunes they did. No, mm -hmm. he did not write. But I don't, you know, it's, you don't get into a debate. I just think it's fabulous that they took a break, you know, from hip hop or, you know, something that my students used to bring to me, you know, mm -hmm. when, when I taught music. So I, I think that's exciting. I think it's great. And I love it. And then 
the quintessential, I have to say, the quintessential fan that you probably wanted to throw tomatoes at him, not the other way around, mm-hmm. came up and said, excuse me. I said, yes. He goes, nobody sings Frank Sinatra but Frank. I'm like, well, that's great. He's dead. <laughs> and nobody sings it but a guy. I said, well, he goes, and so I heard you say next set you're doing Frank Sinatra. I'm like, yes. You know, obviously you heard what's going you on. heard correct. <laughs> he goes, no, well, he goes, I've never heard anybody but a guy do Mac the Knife. Wow. So he goes, I really don't know. He goes, I'm going to give you a challenge. Like everybody's doing that ice bucket challenge now. Yeah. That's how I felt. And I knew, you know, oh my gosh, you know, the toughest critics in the room. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, a classic's a classic. Yes, but exactly. yes, I, it's funny though, because I had did a previous competition and I sung New York, mm-hmm. New York for really? that. I did. I sung that and um, that was a great little feat for me to be able to do and it was funny because people were like wow wasn't that saying my friend's manager i'm like yeah that's right he's a guy and i'm like yes but it was still doable it's still do let's sing it on the way out yeah today how about that yeah all right definitely we'll, we'll do a duet we'll do a little bit of a tune but anyways um i wanted to feature the sure. th- a second song and you were telling me this is your dear friend and it's called hope is real yes so if you want to profess that a little bit um, yeah, I mean, I told you she was a nine-year, five-time survivor, mm-hmm. and I don't even know anybody at that juncture that would have hope in their vocabulary, do you? I don't think so, not at all. So this is awesome, so yes. here it goes. Hope with perseverance And a world that makes one alive A new hope to survive and thrive future now is within sight So that was just a little bit of the chorus. I thought you guys would like that. And it's definitely a very inspirational and touching song. Um, Laura was telling me everybody in the chorus, they are breast cancer survivors or going through treatment. And I think that is so special to be able to put those people in one room and have them sing this one song. It's so touching. So with that, we're going to have to take a break. I know we won't be away for too long, but keep it right here. You're listening to The Fake Game. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. 
Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly 
Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you miss the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Get you hungry for dinner, Eddie. I love the theater, but I'm never going to come in late. I'd never bother with people I hate. That's why the lady is a tramp. Rap games with barons and earls Won't go to Harlem and Normans and pearls Won't dish the dirt with the rest of the New York girls That's why the lady is a tramp I like the free, fresh of Laura's song. Tell me a little bit about it, Laura. Oh, that was so much fun. I remember recording that. And I was with kind of one of these diva piano players. <laughs> Always got to have one of those. You know what? <laughs> he put D in diva. Oh, really jeez. I remember if he did something wrong, he would walk out of the studio. Oh, wow. But he was the most amazing. Yeah. Never played it the same twice, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember he just would get, he just like would bang on all the keys and walk out. And that, obviously, as an engineer, you know, you just don't, you, we can paste, pa- who knows? I know things go in the cloud now with computers. Mm-hmm. You paste, you, 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 you glue, who knows what you do? I'm not techie. But here goes this one. Oh, my God. I think one song probably took an entire day, which isn't unusual if you mm-hmm. talk to vocalists and whatnot. But he was a perfectionist, and he was an incredible, incredible piano player. I, I actually work with um, four and I'd have to say some better than others. You know, I've, I've been working with this one group for 12 years, and it really does help. And we're playing a couple of gigs, actually, in the mm-hmm. next couple of weeks. And, you know, 
we can finish each other's sentences. It's almost like we're married for years. But after 12 <laughs> years, you kind of know. They know, like, okay, I was talking to one of them at rehearsal the other night, and he said, uh, you did the first verse twice. You know that. I said, and you are the vocal police, the lyric police. Why? Oh, he goes, I said, would you rather I stop in the middle and say, hmm, I forgot the lyric. You know, you can't tell me anybody out there, Cher, Barbra Streisand, any of them, even even in the theater, you know, mm-hmm. it's live. So you just go with it like that. What are you going to do, you know? But we have had those um, lyric policemen. Yeah. Musicians. Because some of them will say, well, you know, I uh, couldn't follow you. I'm like, yeah, tell it to someone else. But you know what I mean. <laughs> and I don't, you know, people ask me, do I play the piano? So I'm going to ask that question to myself. I clear a room faster than anybody's business. Oh, geez. Yes, I do. But I clear a room, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think as a vocalist, you owe it to your musicians because definitely they are the, the backbone of all of this. They really are. Absolutely. You're nothing. Yeah, absolutely. And let's talk a little bit about stage fright. We were kind of talking about that during the break and I said, oh, how perfect. You know, it's funny because everybody kind of has their own thing for stage fright. How do you get over stage fright? How do you envision... People say yes, all the time, envision the audience in their underwear. Or as we were talking about, you know, the bright stage lights, you can't see a person in the theater. So it's kind of like, well, it's nice. yeah, it is nice. It is great. And also sometimes people are just like, I always get butterflies. Like before I go on stage, is that weird? And to me, I'm like, no, that's not weird. I always get butterflies before and many how how many times I've done it, just get a little bit of nervousness. And people yes. are like, it's natural to be nervous. But uh, tell me a little bit about stage fright and your take on it you know i've had stage fright i've i've definitely experienced that and um this was probably within the last year i remember having a little stage fright we met one of the gentlemen came up we were doing a beautiful event for valentine's day at a country club and this gentleman was retired he had been with the les brown orchestra and and obviously that's a huge um you know um phenomena that's a huge orchestra that's just a huge anything Mm-hmm. If you're a musician, I mean, anything, singer, music, you know, saying that Henry Mancini led it or something. So I remember thinking to myself, he came up and introduced himself. It's all over for me. Now I can't open my mouth at all because I'm thinking he's worked with some incredible singers. Les Brown probably at one time or another might have had Etta James. They might have had Ella Fitzgerald. And here's me. <laughs> <laughs> so how am I going to do this? You know? Yeah. And I remember thinking, this is just not. And of course, my sax player made it easier just saying, can you imagine? He's in the, I'm thinking, would you mind shutting up? Just put that saxophone <laughs> yeah. in there. We're done here. We're done talking. Mm-hmm. And I remember at one point, I really almost forgot to come in. Wow. Because I was thinking only of that. And I remember thinking at this point, I'm going to focus on, it was gorgeous on a lake where we were. It was all windows. And I all of a sudden focused on that lake. Awesome. You know, just kind of looking mm-hmm. at it rather than the audience being naked. Looked yeah. And uh, singing at a playoff game at the Coyotes, I was singing the anthem. And I remember thinking, wow, they could have like 60, 70,000 people here. I hope I don't mess up. Mm-hmm. And my friends all joked with me during this. What if you forget the words? Oh, that question. And you know, that's, I mean, having a lot of famous singers forgotten the words to it the anthem. It is so true. And mm-hmm. some people, they don't like their renditions of it either. So it's a continuing controversy over words and, and the way that it's sung and, yeah. oh, and please, everything. Yes. So I get it. It's a scary thing. You don't want to take anybody off or 
press anybody's buttons, basically. So. And it's, it's, I think the stage fright is mostly at those kind of venues, believe it or not. Even though Definitely. you're singing, what, for 2.9 seconds? I'm, you, well, it's, you know what I mean. Yeah, and absolutely. They're skating by you where they're throwing <laughs> basketballs when you're walking in. And yeah. here you're thinking to yourself, wow, these guys are tall. I've got trees shorter than the, oh, yeah. the Phoenix Suns, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And just... In itself, how would you describe yourself as a musical artist? We, we've definitely cleared the fact that you go over various genres and yes. you were even saying that, you know, you go anywhere from somebody 17 years old all the way to 85 years old and everything in between. You know, it's really interesting because people say, well, if we hire you to do cocktail music for our event and then we want to have dance music later. Well, it depends. Are you going to go back to 70s and do disco? Are you going to do, you know, now the Dancing with the Stars type? We, we've done a couple of events like that mm-hmm. where people are doing all that big ballroom dancing. So your voice has to be able to do the cocktail, Frank Sinatra, Michael Buble, if you will, yes. Diana Crawl. And then all of a sudden you're singing a disco tune. You're singing Motown. Um, of course they come out of there with the YMCA. We always laugh. We have a contest to see how long it's going to be before somebody wants the YMCA and mm-hmm. achy breaky heart. Oh, geez. Let's see who's Owen oh, proud Mary. Mm-hmm. So I would have to say we spin about five decades and yeah. you just have to be with it. That's all. And, and even, you know, be up on Adele and all those other, love you Adele. Know, love Adele. Mm-hmm. I love Adele. She's, uh, Amazing. And look at somebody like Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett did a duets album with May She Rest in Peace, Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga. Who else was? I know uh, Smokey Robinson is is having a new duets album. And mm-hmm. think of all the stars. You know what I'm saying? Ray Charles. He had um, Alicia Keys on there with him. So think about, you know, meshing. Collaboration those, is exactly. great. Yeah. Exa- I would love. Somebody called me up and said, you know what? Would you even sing 30 seconds on a duet album? Oh, my. I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. Over the moon. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome, though. But it, it's such a great thing to point sure. out. I, I don't think I've had anybody ever make me realize that. It's it's so true. There are these classic artists, if you will, teaming up with today's hit artists. And yes. then they're making music that's kind of a mash between both worlds. And yes. it's so great. It's it so is. great because it's one unique Two, the audience and listeners love it. And three, it's just, it's collaboration and collaboration is good. They do. Well, look at, I opened for Bobby Caldwell. Bobby Caldwell mm-hmm. bought the Frank Sinatra. He bought all the charts. Yeah. And he performs all of them. And I'm thinking, wow, pinch me now. <laughs> That's great. So. Definitely. So it's that time yet again. Let's yes. take a break. All right. All right. We're sailing in. Yep. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fake Game. Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library 
and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, here still with Laura File. I know this is going to be our, our last segment, but we've had a lot of music today. It's been a great show, I would say so. Uh, you know, this is one of the different shows that I've done, but it, it's wonderful. 121 just had to make it special, and you can probably tell that today's theme is music. And we actually have another one of Laura's song, and she did her her rendition and her take on Summer Over the Rainbow. Yes. I love Summer Over the Rainbow. It's amazing. We have another thing in common. There yeah, you go. I know. This was my special song when mm-hmm. I was going through my treatments. I told you on break that I the, they would let me, the staff would let me do this before so I went into sweet. treatment. Yes. That's so. wonderful. All right. Well, here it goes, guys. Wonderful thing about being little bit of Laura's song. It's beautiful, oh, yes. Laura. I yes. love it. I rearranged the tune. I don't know if you noticed in the yeah. beginning, mm-hmm. you heard the little chatter because I told yeah. my piano player, we had already started to take it to B flat. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> a woman's privilege is to change her mind. And that's why oh, laughing. And, you know, he sounds like he has 129 hands anyway, mm-hmm. as you, you asked me about Steinway. Yes. I was just about to say, tell me a little bit more about that experience that you said awesome. that that was the opportunity oh my goodness we played a gig and it's live i mean literally unplugged if you will Mm -hmm. and i was stunned and to to get to play with john shea of course uh who's an incredible artist awesome so we were laughing because it's unplugged that was actually taped with my fiance's phone and i was laughing because there there's no microphone i mean you're just doing it you're in this acoustically perfect little theater the piano is $130,000, and I think uh, oh, <laughs> Harry Connick had played that one when he was in town. It's like 13 feet. It is an incredible... I mean, I just wanted to like hang out on the piano. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be there, and there was a guy assigned to the piano. Oh, jeez. And, and wow. He was one of the best Steinway engineers, and sadly, he's passed on, but he Aww. literally crouched down he was not a huge guy crouched down he was all in black so you know one in the same with the piano and i would say every every probably break that we took or every 10 minutes he was making sure it was in tune and he was making sure the keys were brushed off and you know sometimes like you know i'm a new yorker so you know you talk you spit i mean yeah god forbid i would have done that i mean he literally that was his i mean he was with that piano that was his partner for the night oh 
That's so great. I, I have to tell you, though, doing a show like that mm-hmm. where you're with an instrument like that and you're using your instrument, which is your voice, is an incredible and and it's not your typical uh, gig because mm-hmm. those people are glued to you and glued to the music and Very true. glued to what's going on. And it's it was just a great event. And I, I was blessed to be able to do that. That's wonderful. A couple of times, actually. So Yeah, that's awesome. And I just wanted to ask, so what kind of, do you do any songwriting? In oh, that goodness sort? gracious. You know, it's I funny. love to ask people about it's, no, that. No, it's great because yeah. you, you do, don't you? I have dabbled a little bit in songwriting. It's been an interesting journey with songwriting okay. for me okay. just because being so young, it's like you hear all the music nowadays right, right. and you're just like, I want one, my music to have right. meaning. Two, I want it to stand out. But three, yes. you also, sometimes you look to those musical artists for you inspiration. Do. So you it's do. like this whole big thing. And I have right quote a bit of songs. So uh, Good for we're you. working on it. We're working on it. You know, I I really my hats off to people like yourself. Oh, because thank you. See how the switched here. I'm Barbara Walters. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm interviewing you. <laughs> I love After that. After the Grammys, I'm doing it. Uh, no, I, you know, I I feel like if I wrote a song, I mean, I I don't know. I I think I'd have too many. You know, because I like to talk. Can you imagine? I have too mm-hmm. many words. <laughs> um, uh, Friends have asked me to write parodies where you do a play on words, yes. you know, mm-hmm. different birthdays, Popular. weddings, things like that. So I have done that, you know. That's and, awesome. And that's been kind of fun to do. A friend of mine, we we did that for her husband's 40th years and years ago. And that was really, really fun to do. But again, I don't consider myself a writer. And, and I do record a lot of original tunes, mm-hmm. you know, for artists that want to hear, you know, what they call um, a song map. That's Which great. It's kind of fun to do. Awesome. And do you have any projects that you're currently working on at the moment? Or what are you up to? Well, projects. I'll have my daughter married next Sunday. And well, I think, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. How exciting. Thank you. Thank you. And I am. I wasn't going to sing. I'm going to be singing at the ceremony. Oh, how special. Sunset from, That's I'm wonderful. very excited. And, um, I, you know, projects. My goal right now mm-hmm. is to have the 10th anniversary. As I told you, I celebrate all my breast cancer anniversaries. I want to showcase the song Hope is Real from Lorraine. I want that to be the name of the CD, and I want to invite local artists like yourself. Aww. I want to have a place, maybe you and I will have a duets, and I'd yeah. like to make that a duets CD, local artists, and showcase her tune. That's so lovely. 2015, that's going to happen. So... Music video along with that. That's mm-hmm. where we're just doing our philanthropic efforts, if you will. Yeah. And I want to do a music video of the making of that is that such CD a cool idea. with breast cancer patients, survivors. And by the way, you mentioned something earlier. You were saying breast cancer patients and survivors. Mm-hmm. You're a survivor the moment that you've acknowledged you have this mm-hmm. disease, if you will. Uh, this maybe just a detour in the road. Mm-hmm. That little obstacle. Right. You're a survivor the moment you say the word, I have breast cancer. So Yeah. Well, that's awesome that you've mm-hmm. told us a little bit about that. And, you know, it's been great to have you yes, on the show you. today. And just you tell well. others how they can find out more about you and your music. I'm sure yeah, they would love right. to check it out. And I would love it. They can go to laurafile.com, L-A-U-R-A-F-I-A-L.com. Always email me, laurafile at cox.net. L-A-U-R-A, file, F-I-A-L, at cox.net. Awesome. Thanks. I would love it. Thanks again, Laura. Thank you, Maddie. So excited to work with you. Happy (laughs) Saturday and musical days only to you. Oh, well, thank you very much. And so with that being said, you're probably wondering, are you still going to have a song of the week? Because we've had quite a bit of music today. But yes, 
I, I won't take away the tradition of our weekly shows. So let's go ahead and do the song of the week this week is Hannah My Heart by Ollie Merz. Think it goes perfectly and enjoy. Oh, come on, I'm right, I'm wrong, and when I'm wrong I say We always had the good and bad and that will never change This is the closest I've ever been, oh yeah Take a man, we break, and so this cycle goes. We're doing well, we've been through hell, and only heaven knows how far we get to. Thank God I met you, though. And if you don't know, just put your hand on my heart. Put your hand on my heart. And I don't have to say it. And I don't have to fake it. has been produced by the Kid Star Radio Network for Voice America Kids. And again, thanks for listening. And up next is a song Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kid Star album of the month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Three Kids in the Car. Three kids in the car on a Monday morning, each one wishing that the others weren't born. And I can't say nothing because they've all been scorned because their mother's done had enough. And the sister's sitting in the front seat. 
who at this point of the song you need to realize is about three months away from getting her driver's license. She's thinking to herself, I can't believe that I'm still riding with them. I hope that we're not seen by some of my friends. And if by chance I fail the driver's exam, then I am running away. Three kids in a car on a Monday morning, each one wishing that the others weren't born. And I can't say nothing because they've all been scorned because their mother's done had enough. And the brother's sitting behind her. Part of the song you need to realize is about five years younger than she is, but he's still about two years older than his little brother sitting next to him. He glares down at his little brother and he's thinking to himself, I can't wait till our sister's finally gone. Then I'll sit up front because that's where I belong. And I'll be rid of you, you miserable worm. Why don't you just run away? Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And they can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough And the little brother Who at this point of the song you need to realize Is a whole lot smarter than the other two think he is He glares back up at his big brother And he's thinking to himself I know that there's nobody back in the trunk Try to scare me with all that junk I hope you read my mind I think you're a skunk And guess what? I'm not running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And they can't say nothing Because they've all been scorned Because their mother's done had enough And the mother who's been driving all this time She's thinking to herself Things that I'd better not say So we'll just pretend that she's thinking Oh, what a beautiful day The Kids Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org.